In the wrestling world, the people are represented by two separate but unequally important groups. The wrestlers and bookers, who literally do all the hard work, and the fans, who endlessly nitpick and overanalyze everything they do. These are their stories. Welcome to Raw and Order, the wrestling booking unit, the only wrestling podcast on the planet whose host forgot to write a joke today. I'm Detective Mark Smarks, uh. <laughs> and I'm joined by my partner in crime fighting. You heard him there, District Attorney Vincent K. Faye. What's going on, man? How are you? Oh, I, I'm sore. I wrestled with my six-year-old today, and I lost. That will happen. That will happen. <laughs> I'm sore more in an emotional sense because my daughter came up sick tonight and not not the Rona or anything like that. She just has an upset stomach, but I love that it has a nickname now. Yeah, the Rona. By um, the Rona. We we also are joined by our own King in the North, host of Real Talk Radio, Justin LeBlanc. Yeah. Dead yep. air. There he's there. There he is. Come on. Come on. And, Can't hear him. Nope. And, no. What about now? Hello? 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 Oh, there he is. All right. Hey, welcome back. Okay. So, so I will start from there. Um, <laughs> that's me. It's me. It's Justin JLB. Can I get a witness, everybody? How are you guys doing? Well, we are doing good. Now, I'm going to start off by mentioning that this podcast might sound a little different, um, and it might just feel a little different just in general. We are all dealing with uh, the social isolations in in our own ways, and um, I mentioned on the AEW review that I am um, kind of been booted out of the office uh, since my wife is now working at home, so I am all, uh, exploring alternate means for recording rather than using the uh, way that we have been recording recently. So um, this might sound a little different, and there are some hiccups. Um, we, we are using the Anchor app on our phones. And, you probably shouldn't um, mention that, considering you promote them. I'm, I'm just saying it's going to sound different. we use them on computers. Yeah, we use it. I mean, anchors are anchors are guys. It's but true. the anchor app on our phone, there are some some hiccups that we're still working through. Like if the screen on your phone goes to sleep, uh, sometimes it mutes your microphone, and you don't mm-hmm. notice it because you're busy talking. Mm-hmm. So um, I get jealous of it when my screen goes to sleep. Just so everybody knows, you're like ah, oh, stupid. <laughs> Show off. Yeah, it's just bragging right now. But it also, because I'm, we're using the app on the phone to record with friends, which is a super cool feature uh, that, as far as I know, Anchor's the only podcast platform that has that built right into the app to set up uh, recording remotely from multiple people at once. Mm-hmm. Um uh, there are still some bugs to work out, but it also means that um, your battery on your phone drains faster. So... We're working through through those uh, glitches, hiccups per se, um, but we wanted to make sure we still got this podcast out to you guys on schedule. Um, I know uh, everyone listening is dealing with uh, what's going on in their own ways, and some of them, some of you guys used to have a commute, and now you don't. 
Uh, some of you are probably working extra shifts because you, you've been deemed essential and, and have to uh, work a longer shift or, or more hours. So, um, so uh, we wish uh, the best to everyone out there, but we want to make sure we continue to provide you with the sort of content that you expect from us. So um, I would like to remind everyone at this moment that Raw and Order is part of the Tatnus Co. Podcast Network. So once you're done listening to this and of course, liking and sharing and subscribing to it, uh, head over to tatnusco.com and check out all the other shows uh, that are on the network, including Tatnus Podcast Uncensored, Chicken Hen with SM and Jay. They added another co-host, so I had to update my list there. Um, In the Dice Box Slam, Basement Bullshit and Carpool Shenanigan. Speaking of adding another co-host, since we kind of have, I'm thinking that there's a kayfabe name maybe for Justin somewhere out there in the world. Yeah. Could have something to do with maybe Ray Trailer because boss man. Yeah, maybe, uh, he, maybe he's the big boss man. Maybe he's the fuzz. Oh. Fuzz. Fuzzy McKinney. I do love saying woo woo a lot, and then my theme song could be, this is the sign of the police. Ooh, ooh. I'd be golden with maybe, that, guys. Maybe. Maybe maybe he's he's a uh, patrolman. Well, I don't know. Patrolman LeBlanc. He, he well, could well, be the anonymous general manager. No, we already <laughs> dealt with the anonymous general manager before. Yeah, and that just reminds me of horrible times in WWE. <laughs> or I'm sorry, anonymous commissioner. He's yeah. not a general manager. Yeah, that's yeah. We've we've always anyway. joked about our um, commanding officer, Chief Heat, um, but but I don't know if I don't know if uh, Justin's ready to be chief of police yet. Oh, that maybe, maybe, yo, I love rhyming. That sounds awesome, though. Maybe maybe he maybe he'll be constable. Maybe we could call him Sting. And a throwback to the police and wrestling. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Or oh, oh, wait, wait, Mountie, since he's in the north. Oh, <laughs> he's not, a Mountie. I am not going to be a Mountie. That's not happening. You're not going to be. <laughs> or technically, because it rhymes with my whole JLB nickname, Mister RCMP JLB. It rhymes. That works for. I, I don't know what that means. I mean, Royal Canadian I... Police. A radiant Royal Canadian Police. Okay, wow, yeah. really? Really? Yes. Well, it's Canada, bud. I mean... <laughs> Speaking of Canada, Chris Jericho <laughs> did a live uh, Facebook Live on Saturday night, and you guys should definitely go check that out because it was hilarious. I'm going to go on record that we stole permanently Brett... Jericho, nope. all that nope. stuff, and we gave you, and we gave you Brock back. No, nope. Brock is ours, anyways. He now he now lives in. Uh... Oh no, I think he went back to the states. No, uh, I don't know. No, no, I think he lives up there now. But I, I, you can have him. He can be yours. Fine, right? But the other Canadians can are my Canadians. Can you officially take Drake back too? Because I don't think we want him down here. Oh no, Drake is ours. <laughs> oh, and Beebs. You get Beebs. I'm too. down with that. I can tell you one time, and 
I can't think of a Drake song. We're keeping Trish Stratus, though. We're keeping Trish Stratus. She's from Toronto anyways, and that's kind of that's kind of United States. But then so is Drake. (laughs) And so is Bieber. No, no. See, see, we don't want those two. We just want we just want her. Well, Well, and we're all keeping Edge and Christian, but that's because they moved to like Florida. So, yeah. Yeah. Anyways, either what you guys are denouncing right now is a crime, and that is what our show is about. So, officers, guards, please take Good it away. Good segue. Good segue. So, if you are new around here, uh, we do report on the air quote crimes in professional wrestling. Um, sometimes we get a little serious, and sometimes we're a little bit more lighthearted. Um, and we're trying to keep it a little lighthearted during this trying time for everyone. So, um, on that note, I think we'll just go ahead and get started with crime number one. And uh, who wants to go first? I don't care. <laughs> Cricket, man. District Attorney K. Fabe is obviously going first. Come on now. I'll go first. I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> okay. DFA, uh, what's your crime? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I hurt so bad right now. Um, I, 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 I'm going to go after one particular crime, but it is against WWE. I had the pleasure of doing two review shows this week. Uh, uh, I mentioned a couple crimes during the SmackDown show. Um, I they, two of the two of the crimes were headlines um, for the show. Uh, this fourth or this this third crime that I have um, is is on probably the same tone as Smarks. I'm not really sure for sure, but. I'm just going to say it. Um, don't play your 2015 match for the guy you're trying to get over when all the fans are booing him. Like, don't play a 2015 WrestleMania match for Roman. And I understand that, that they were going to interview trips, and I understand all that stuff. Smarks and I talked about it a ton yesterday. Um, I'm just going to flat out say it. This is a horrible decision to play that match because you heard nothing but nonstop booze every time Roman start made progress every single time he didn't it's not like it, it he didn't have a moment where all of a sudden the fans were on his side which we've seen other times in history uh the brett stone cold match is a good example of that we just had a reminder that hey we've been shoving roman down your throat for five years and you haven't liked it at all ever so you know the only time you supported him was when he had cancer you know like, we're not assholes <laughs> We're not a-holes, but what we are is opinionated, and we don't want him shoved down our throat. So um, thank you for reminding us that you've been doing that for now five years. Wow, that's true. And then some. Yeah. So, no, no I, I get that. Um, I, think, I think the bigger crime in this is going through with playing – Roman Reigns uh, WrestleMania match from 2015, uh, even after the news has broken online and 99% of your viewers already know he's not going to be wrestling at WrestleMania. Um, And I get it. You filmed so much of, of SmackDown in advance and you decided to make that before the decision had been made to pull him out of it. 
but it was not too late for you to figure out something else to to play in. Well, especially when you're doing a replay of a match and it's for a guy that isn't going to be there. Yeah. You know? yeah. So Heck, I agree with you there. You, you really want to do it. You replay uh, uh, Goldberg versus Brock Lesnar, right? That's yeah, someone that who's a garbage match, though. It's and that only gets over Stone Cold. Yeah, but my my point is, it's still it's at least someone who's going to be at WrestleMania, and it builds True. up someone as a monster because here here he is beating Brock Lesnar before, you know, or whatever, right? So, um, but anyways, now I I agree with you. It it just seems so weird to play it in the first place, and I get it. They're trying to fill two hours of time. And uh, they're they're very um, restricted on what they can do and how many people they can have there. Um, they just did so well with so many other things there, and they did not with the 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 only things that I really thought they did horribly worth were. Now I understand that, like I'll I'll play the kayfabe role that I don't know that Miz is not going to be there, and so I'll play along with kayfabe and and. Uh, um, you know, cause it's my name <laughs> and, nope. uh, I, uh, I'll play along with all that stuff, but the place where I won't play along with is number one, the fiend fitting nicely. This, this wonderful agent of chaos fitting nicely into his little bubble where we've set him for a and B Hey, we're trying to get this guy over, and all you fans should like him. So here's a match where everybody's booing him. What? Mm. Like I can play along with the with the ever changing atmosphere that is COVID nineteen. What I can't do is have you continue to shove this guy down my throat and say that I'm supposed to like him. Quite frankly, I was a giant Goldberg fan in the nineties. I was I didn't hate him returning when he first returned and, and beat Kevin Owens. Um, I, I didn't like him beating Kevin Owens, but I didn't hate him returning then. I've only recently been like, ah, you know, you really, yeah, you're really old. <laughs> you know? But man, I tell you what, Roman has been shoved down our throats for years on end. And and the fact is, if you do get him over in that one match, who are you going to have that's so hated? And I brought this up to Smarks when we were talking yesterday. Who are you going to have that is so hated, so incredibly disdained, that fans are going to go, yeah, I'm still going to root for, for Roman. Mm. I mean, Corbin again? Okay. The Miz? The Miz can be that hateable. Um, Ziggler can maybe be that hateable, but is he a main eventer? The, the right myth now? is that hateable right now because the reports have it. He's the reason that Roman pulled out, that he showed up to uh, the recordings at the Performance Center sick. And, and when Roman found out that, and the Usos found out that, that that's when uh, Roman pulled out. And so, oh wow! But uh, but because of that, that's why Miz is probably not going to be there because he was already sick. Um, yeah. So, no. Yeah, I just I don't know who's going to be hateable enough to keep Roman liked. That's what I think. 
Cena is hateable enough to to keep Roman light, but like you mentioned, Smarks, can he do a, a, a two maybe three pay per view series with Roman? I don't think so. Yeah, I, mean, I just don't know of anybody who's who's hateable enough to to keep him over. To keep him over, not to get him over, yeah. to keep him over. Well, and that's the deal. Is, I mean, in reality, I think, I think we uh, we know for a fact that John Cena's um, movie career is not going to allow him to wrestle multiple matches. Uh, he he fortunately was hit in a in a spot here where I say fortunately. Um, but his um, all the movie, and so he's got this oh. dead place here, where he could come and do a WrestleMania match. Um, but as soon as movies start filming again, he's going to be back to that, and and movie studios, especially since uh, The Rock got injured wrestling. At a, I think it was WrestleMania. Um, on a break from a movie, the movie studios have gotten so much more strict on saying, "Hey, listen, when you're when you're contracted for a movie, we don't want you to take that risk." I mean, movie studios have been known to tell tell actors they can't ride a motorcycle because it's too risky. Oh wow! Uh, for their movies, so. But yeah. Uh, no, like I said, I I get your, your your crime, and I I I pretty much agree with it. But I also think that I mean it, they worked themselves into a corner with this because they didn't even have to show a Roman Reigns match. By the time they played it, Roman was obviously out. I mean, anyone who has the internet had already seen the news that Roman Reigns had been pulled from WrestleMania. No, dude, bro, bro, huge swerve. We tell everybody the Roman and the Miz both both they're sick, bro. We tell them that, and then we swerve them, and they're at WrestleMania. It could very well be true too, though. Then what happens? Uh, bro, we don't need to know, bro. Well, the thing is, they've <laughs> they've already filmed most of WrestleMania, although some of it I think is still like filming this week. But I mean, we already know that they filmed a universal title match with Goldberg and Braun Strowman. Spoiler alert, he's the replacement for Roman. So, um, and I haven't, I haven't seen a spoiler specifically on who wins that. Um, I mean, if they were smart, they'd do Braun Strowman because he's, they should have done it two years ago. Right. Um, but and but I could win. just see them. I could just see them saying, "We promised uh, Roman Reigns versus Goldberg. Let's keep that belt on Goldberg until Roman can wrestle again." I could see that because Roman winning it off Braun Strowman's not going to get pop. You know, people aren't going to be excited for that. So. No, no, and yeah, I mean, I don't think I don't think Braun plays well as a heel at all, so that's out. So, um, Uh, Andrade's been pulled from the tag team match, the Raw title match, which uh, 
means the Street Profits will be facing a- another thrown together ragtag tag team. Um, so here's hoping that they don't just I mean, like they always do and throw the belts on the ragtag team. Tough situation as a whole, but did you see who uh, the uh, for Andrade is? Uh, you're going to be super excited about this DFA because mm-hmm. I know you are just 100% sold on Austin Theory as a wrestler. Oh, my Lord. I just bashed him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so he, Angel Garza. I don't know. I, I don't dislike him. I just think he's developmental still. Well, he, um, like, I love the, 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 mimic the other person um, character that he pulled off on Wednesday. It was the wrestling that I didn't enjoy. <laughs> well, he will now be getting a WrestleMania paycheck while um, I don't know, some other people who probably deserve it will not. Yeah, yeah that's a shame. But that is, a, that is a, well, I mean, shoot, there's, there's yeah, Angel Garza could suddenly, you know, reconcile with his cousin or something. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, and then with the Miz out, it's going to be one of the Usos versus John Morrison. Maybe for the titles for the titles in a ladder match. So, yeah, I. Guess. I mean, I think Morrison can pull off a good ladder match, but. Let's just have a supplemental Miz. Yeah. I mean, I guess there is precedent in both WWE and WCW for uh, tag title matches that are being defended by just one of the title holders. You know, it's happened before. But I think I think creating a free bird setup is, is a better move here. The thing is, they, they, you could do that, but they haven't set up anyone as friends with Miz or Morrison right now. Okay. The story so you bring back Bobby Roode and boom, suddenly Bobby Roode is friends of Miz and Morrison. Yeah, Bobby yeah, Roode I think Bobby Roode is uh, still on mandatory um, uh, suspension because of uh, violations. So, but anyways, that's neither. Violations don't omit COVID-19. Sorry. Um, I, I think you can do that with either Bobby Roode or I think you can do it with Dolph and just push I, back. I I think push back Otis. Yeah, I think they're in a tough position um, with that because you know you're saying that COVID nineteen is extenuating circumstances, but from a legal standpoint, if they start not enforcing suspensions after announcing it, then they they start that sets a precedent for future ones. You know what I mean? Mm. Uh, hey man, the flu's going around. You can't suspend me. I suppose I get it. Yeah, I mean, just a legal standpoint, you know, they they can have a lawyer argue that hey, you announced that this guy violated it, and then you brought him back two weeks later, so you can't enforce this. It becomes unenforceable. But um, we have Nikki Cross and Alexa Bliss versus Oscar and Kyrie Sane, and rumors were out that Oscar is sick, uh, but supposedly that all came out after they'd filmed the match. So 
who knows how that's going to affect the finish of that match. Well, fortunately, that match hasn't actually been announced yet either, though, so that's okay. Yeah, well, I hope... In in canon, it hasn't been announced. I hope they... um, If they knew Asuka was probably going to miss time, even if she wasn't sick, if she had just said, hey, with this whole corona thing, I want to go home, uh, I hope they at least put the belt on Nikki and Alexa. Um, they had that. I mean, that being said, uh, to be perfectly honest, um, I would not be surprised if we see uh, some major changes to WWE programming uh, coming up in the next couple weeks. Uh, just from a standpoint of here in the United States, they just announced that they're extending the 15 day uh, stay at home. Order suggestion. suggestion, yeah, to uh, an additional thirty days, um, which, if you're bad at math, that means forty-five total days. Um, ah, and so, um, and I, I, I suspicion that that's going to start to make both WWE and AEW start to try to figure out a, a longer-term solution to how can they do this. Um, and you know, we uh, r- reports have come out that Daniel Bryan is going to take time off after this, uh, to go home with his pregnant wife. Um, and it's, it, they've even announced on Twitter. He is, uh, because he's considered immunocompromised due to some previous medical issues himself. Oh, he is actually going into 14 day quarantine before he even goes home to Brebella. So he's going to be living the hotel life in his hometown for a bit. So they're losing him, Oscar. Roman Reigns is going to be pulling out. They're going to get really thin on talent pretty soon here. And I could see them start to say, hey, we need to come up with alternate means, whether that's clip shows and, and whatnot. I don't know. And I don't blame them. You know, I mean, this is a time when you have to circle the wagons and, and think, start thinking about what's best for not just you as a company, but your employees as well. So, um, but on that note, let's move on to crime number two. And, and this, I'm going to go because this actually falls perfectly on to my crime. Perfect, perfect. Um, so basically, I charge Vince McMahon once again for uh, – well, not once again, but I charge Vince McMahon for ultimately still going along with WrestleMania. You know, um, it just goes to prove now um, when all the other sports divisions um, essentially stopped doing what they were doing and just canceled everything or postponed everything – Vince McMahon and even AEW for that matter, although they seem to be doing okay with it and no one is being reported sick. Um, essentially Vince McMahon should have just taken the bullet, lost all that money. And it is what it is because look at what's happening now some wrestlers are sick, not necessarily with the Corona, but it's just ultimately ruining your product. You should have done that rumor where you were supposed to do it in MSG in June, fans would have understood. You could easily 
have done some social media stuff or the wrestlers are doing stuff on their phones or whatever, kind of just building certain things on because this is making their product just look absolutely uh, silly um, because their product isn't any better with this whole um with this whole back with this whole doing it with no with no crowd it's just still the same old same old and i'm tired of all these matches just give me some exclusive wwe for two hours on the wwe network rather than this crunk of crap whoa 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 didn't you dog me last week for saying that uh no I didn't dog you. I was just saying that the promos were pretty dope and that I enjoyed the Bret Hart thing. I don't think so. No. Walk it back. Walk it back. Walk it back. It's not a song. All right. Hold up. So here's here's, here's the – I I agree and disagree at the same time. Um, The product has been good in the ring when they do in the ring stuff. Um, it is not, it, uh, if you listen to talk is Jericho this week, had Brody Lee on it. Yeah. Right? Yes. Really this good week? episode, by the way. Okay. Yeah. Very good. Um, Brody Lee said it was really awkward being out there. So it is awkward for those wrestlers as time has gone on though. I've seen in vast improvements in commentary to fill that blank, uh, on SmackDown, every single match had supportive, members of groups out there cheering or something on commentary. I fell in love with Nikki cross on commentary. Um, as, as crazy as that broad was, it was fantastic. Um, you know, we had, we, even when Sami Zayn was on commentary, we had, um, the Swiss cyborg, and and uh, Daniel Bryan both making side noises in the background, and so learn as you go. I think they've done a good job of learning as they went this yeah. week. Um, AEW started out really strong with "Let's Go Bad Guys" wrestlers <laughs> in the crowd, mm-hmm. really strong, and still managed to keep some of the background noise this yeah. week when they went down to under ten right. people in room. So that background noise is a significant piece to this. I uh, I don't necessarily um, take it to WWE for for the live shows they've been doing on uh, USA Network and Fox, and uh, you know I think they're doing the best they can with those, and I'm fine if they want to because I think they do understand. And AEW talked about it. Yeah, uh, Cody did a whole tweet on it that in this time when people are staying home, entertainment is still something that they need. They do need something to take their minds off things. But I also, at the same point, agree with you. I think they should have just postponed WrestleMania entirely. Just pull it and postpone it. uh, Because then they they can have these shows and not have that pressure of, we got to keep building to WrestleMania. Because to be perfectly honest, I think that's one of the things that's working so good with AEW is they're... They don't have to build it to a destination. They've got double or nothing coming up in two months, um, assuming it, it goes on as planned. But yeah, they're not, they're not in heavy build mode. They can, they can just have fun matches. They can have Cody Rhodes versus Jimmy Havoc for no real reason other than why not put Cody Rhodes out there with Jimmy Havoc? You know, right. 
um, and, and they can just put on fun matches instead of feeling like everything has to build to something. Mm. Um, the only caveat to uh, WWE and any praise that we give them for their uh, live shows on Tuesdays and and or Mondays and Thursdays and Fridays and whatever days they put them on. All the days are blurring together, folks. Um, yeah, for sure. <laughs> uh, the only ca- caveat to that is uh, they have the WWE Network catalog, right? So they could have said, "Hey, guess what? Uh, we want to we want to think of our wrestlers' well being and all of that." So during this uh, show, <laughs> we are going to start playing on Monday nights. Uh, three hours of our favorite episodes of the Edge and Christian show or Ride Along or, I mean, uh, uh, Dinner for Three. You know, I mean, they've got all of these WWE Network exclusives that they could be putting out there on the TV instead of having to worry about let's film an empty arena thing, right? Um. And those are those would be a great thing to do. And and here's the thing, it would probably ha- lead to more subscriptions to the network mm. because right now a large portion of WWE fans think the rest the network is for pay per views and uh, NXT UK, but it's not. Not only does it have all of the old pay per views as well as almost all of the WCW programming that they got when they bought it and old AWA programming that they got when they bought WCW. Um, and uh, they've added a bunch of Evolve stuff because of their partnership with Evolve. Um, it also has a vast library of these original programs that they've made for it that uh, a lot of people just don't even know about. And, you know, to give you a spot for a couple months to showcase those could easily lead to a lot more subscribers to the network, which had been flagging mm. recently. So, so that's that's the. It could yeah. also. I think it could also create a pop for certain mm-hmm. wrestlers, um, which is which is a big thing. I mean, if you show an old episode of of Ride Along and it's it's a Sony Deville Mandy Ride Along. Um, you can get really entertained really, really mm-hmm. quickly. I would say, I would say Viking Raiders and, um, oh, what's her name? That's married to one of the Viking Raiders. Sarah um, Logan. Sarah Logan. That could give you some sudden pop for Sarah mm-hmm. Logan. It really well, that's, could. That's what those programs um, are really good at doing is showing off some personality for people who are not necessarily featured as much on, on your show. You know, I mean, yes, Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville are featured performers on SmackDown right now, but really, do we know much about either of their personalities on SmackDown? No. no. But did you did you know anything without seeing their ride along? Because you have seen their ride along. I don't know if uh, Justin has. Um, I didn't because I didn't care. Without seeing their <laughs> ride along, oh. you should. They they do a specialty restaurant every oh, city they mm-hmm. go to. It's really entertaining to watch those two eat some goofy ass sandwich every time they stop. They also somewhere. have a, a YouTube channel where they review review donuts on the road. Stop donuts. 
Yeah. I kid you not. Now I'm interested. <laughs> yeah. I would I would venture to guess that they that they have done the KFC donut sandwich. I would bet they have. Hashtag still not sponsored. Hashtag haven't been to a KFC, even though there's one just down the road from me, because um I'm not going any place to eat right now. So I can't bring myself to do a donut sandwich with yeah, not I, I think I could, but I think I'd be more likely to order because you can also order it as a basket with, with a donut and fried chicken. And I think I'd be more likely to order it that way with the donut separate from Yeah. The, yeah. And, wow, we just became yes. a food review. Anyway. <laughs> Damn. Damn. Coming Damn. for you, Mandy. We are coming for you, Mandy and Sonia. We're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna ruin it for you. Nah, no, we're not. Yeah, we're we're fat guys and we eat, but we don't travel nearly as much as them. So, whoa, 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 whoa. Mandy's attracted to fat guys. Uh, Storyline <laughs> one, but um, I, you you are definitely not Sonia's type. I can tell you that much. Oh Jesus. <laughs> that my breast might be larger than her. Oh my god! Sure, but... And on that note, <laughs> um, no, I think I think I I agree and disagree with Justin on this. I I do think WWE could have yeah, handled I... it differently for their weekly programming and and still been fine. And I do think they should have uh, postponed WrestleMania, but at the same what yeah. they have been doing, they've been making the best of their empty arena shows. And like you say, there have been a lot of improvements. Um, the the Elias segment on SmackDown this week was really well done because yeah. it was a something you can't do. And you couldn't show. do that in a full arena. You couldn't have done it at all. And and so that was nice. Um, Michael Cole showing why he's kept his job this week. You know, we've given Michael Cole crap before on the show, um, but but there's a reason he was. Phenomenal. There's a reason he's he he's great. still there and mm. and doing it. Um, he was ten times by himself. He was ten times as good as Todd Phillips and Byron Saxton. And by the way, Byron Saxton, I'm just. Uh, um, <laughs> He looked for an excuse to say, bro. <laughs> it was so bad. So, but he's fine. So, I don't know. I don't, he's, he's goofy, but uh, it's good. He adds, you know, it's just, he's like a child. He's like the king, yeah. but just not as good. He's like the king, but not a pedo. Sorry. What was that? I didn't talk wow. out loud. Let's move on. Wow. Wow. We'll move on to crime number three before somebody takes out a hit on me. Uh, Too late. <laughs> uh, crime number three. I'll, I'll go ahead and go on this because I am going to shock both of you. This is a positive crime. It is a positive crime uh, on Jim Cornette. Oh, What? I am giving Jim Cornette props here. Are you sure you don't have the corona? This is not like you at all. I, I don't have a fever. I'm not delusional. Jim Cornette is getting some props here, mm. right? So, um, I think it was last week's uh, WBU. I went off on Braun Strowman, right? Um, so, the reminder, Braun Strowman 
put out a tweet and uh, a follow-up tweet and stood by this, all this about uh, how if independent wrestlers can't afford to pay their bills, they should just change professions. Right. And this was in response to evil Uno and John Moxley encouraging fans to support independent wrestlers by buying t-shirts and such buying merchandise from them because their shows aren't running. Right. And I, I went off because I think, I think Braun Strowman uh, really, that was a bad look on him. For sure. And it showed how stupid he is in some ways and, and how spoiled he is. Right. Because he, um, he was a strongman competitor and he, in, in his tweets, he talked about it. I realized I couldn't make a meet with strongman. So I drove down to Florida with $120 in my pocket and everything I owned in the car and, and, uh, went to work at the performance center training and all of that stuff. And, but here's the deal. Braun Strowman has never worked a day in his life on an independent show. He went straight from being a strong man to a contract at the performance center for WWE. Uh, right. Um, straight to consistently being six foot seven, yeah. 360 and, and He is blessed with that physique a physique that a person like me, five foot seven, two hundred pounds, um, uh, could never have. You know, um, I might, I might have the poundage, but I don't have the physique. That's for certain. But, but he was blessed with that, and that's great. But not everyone can get that shortcut into the the world of WWE where they have a regular paycheck. And most people cannot. And that's where this comes in. Um, on his most recent edition of Cornette's drive through his podcast, um, which I did not listen to. I found out about this afterwards because I don't listen to Jim Cornette's podcast. Oh, um, oh wow. But, you had to just uh, make that evidently clear, though. I, I'm, I'm not a, a, I'm not a Cornetto. <laughs> I'm not uh, a cult of cornet. I'm not a cock. Oh, Jesus. I'm a cap, not a cack. Oh. I would beg to differ. I've experienced yeah. you. Oh, you yeah, you have. Uh, I mean, what? Uh, <laughs> Wait, no, no, I, no. Not that kind of cock. Uh, you're you're Moving a dick on. sometimes. You're, you're... Anyways. Um, <laughs> so... Uh, he basically said, um, and I'm kind of quoting uh, him on this, and it's maybe not in exact words, but it's as close as I can get. But, you know, he said, um, uh, when you have someone of that size and that strength, then they attract the attention of the WWE who pays you to basically go to school. And he's one of the guys they've done that. That's why I used to get on guys that had contracts in OVW. You got to work harder. You're being paid to go to school. He was paid to train. They trained him, and now he makes money guaranteed, whether he wrestles or not, because he's with the biggest company. This guy probably couldn't survive 15 seconds in the actual wrestling business and probably wouldn't want to, and nobody would probably want him to. None of these people made the decision to suddenly have all of their bookings taken away from him. They had nothing to do with it. So now he's blaming them like it's their fault that they got fired or banished or whatever. Right. Um, he says, I'm sure Braun Strowman has worked harder at wrestling than he has at anything in his life. And guess what, bucko? 
used to be you would have had to work that hard and make absolutely no money at it until you got good at it and somebody noticed you and then maybe you get a spot so you should be down on your fucking knees every day thanking vince mcmahon that they paid you to train you big fucking jack off wow uh-huh. nice uh justin for youtube just not time <laughs> nah no worries <laughs> i've you don't care <laughs> as no monetization as long as we don't one. set it for kids i think we're fine <laughs> Um, okay, <laughs> and so he goes on to talk about how you know people have to realize that um, the WWE Performance Center is not like paying your dues used to be. You know, they they say, well, you're paying your dues at the Performance Center, um, but that's not paying your dues. You're working, uh, but you're getting paid for it. You, you're training, but you're getting paid to train. You're not taking a chance uh, on getting stabbed by fans. You're not driving your car hundreds of miles each way with a bunch of other guys. You don't have um, uh, promoters or venue owners uh, trying to claim that that they only owe you X number of dollars because uh, half of the arena snuck in and didn't pay for tickets, you know? He he never he never did have to pay his dues, mm-hmm. so that's why, in a very surprise move, I am giving uh, Jim Cornette a very positive charge of being a stand-up guy for once. Um, don't let it go to your head, Jim Cornette, because you're still a jack off in a lot of other ways. Oh snap! But in this case, you did good with a with a tennis yes. racket. <laughs> so. So that's my charge. Uh, you know, I, I even got a text. My wife was listening to the last podcast, and she's like, wow, you are really angry at Braun Strowman. And I am. I'm still angry at it. And it, uh, it has soured me. And you know what? If they were smart, they'd use that to turn him heel and have his whole character be, I'm better than you because I'm six foot seven and, and whatever, 100 pounds, and, you know. Right after he beats yep. Goldberg, yeah. Let him be a face when he beats Goldberg. Let's have a face win at. Uh, and the, he can use the whole Roman Reigns thing as yeah. well. Mm-hmm. I was only a Roman replacement. Yeah. Yeah. Poor yeah. Me. Roman Reigns had to pull out because he was scared uh, of getting sick. So. I mean, to be fair, sometimes I want to pull out because I'm scared to be sick. Didn't. No. Wow. No. That was good. No, it was good. It was so so bad. It was good. He said it wasn't for kids, so you know, I figured I might as well throw in that little innuendo there. Yeah, yeah. This one definitely (laughs) cannot be. Cannot be the everybody he was, show. He was talking, Holy kids, cow. if you're listening, he was talking about uh, pulling his finger out of um, like a pie or something because he'd suck it in with, with a plum on it. Read more, kids, the yeah, more you know. Do, 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 do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> on that note, I don't have any misdemeanors. Do either of you have any misdemeanors to really throw out? I, I I have one that I mentioned on SmackDown. I'm going to mention it again. Um, I think I mentioned it earlier. 
This is definitely a misdemeanor. An agent of chaos does not fit into his p- pretty little spot like a good little boy. He interrupts something. Please make the Firefly Funhouse interrupt something. What do you mean interrupt something? Well, they... they The Firefly Funhouse keeps being advertised. They're like, oh, Firefly Funhouse coming up next segment. Ooh, Firefly Funhouse will be back on Friday. I get it. Yeah, he's he's your top... It's a draw, but... I get it. But yeah, no. We know he's... No, interrupt something. Mm. What's that? We know he's going to appear on Friday. We don't need to be told in advance. No, I get it. Justin, did you have any misdemeanors? Uh, honestly, I can't really think of any. I would just like to say, though, I think they WWE uh, maybe as a suggestion. Uh, it's not really a misdemeanor of any kind, but you know, everyone's doing this whole live thing, doing house concerts from home and all that. Like, honestly. I think they should just start doing like a whole bunch of stuff like that, uh, using Facebook Live as an incentive as well. They get little random matches here and there. Because, um, you know, you just had, for instance, on Fox today, you had like an um, iHeartRadio concert where it was like Mariah Carey, Backstreet Boys, Elton John. They all did like concerts from home kind of thing and they put it on Fox. And, you know, a lot of people were interested. I think WWE can use this as a great marketing tool and just do a bunch of random stuff they wouldn't normally do and make it even more Attitude Era-esque, like something at a shopping mall or an abandoned warehouse or something like that. Like They have everything they need. It's just they're using it poorly. You said tool, by the way. Tool. They're about to do that with uh, with Champa and mm. Gargano. So. Well, I think that kind of brings me, um, in a way, to my major commendation for this week. Um, so I'm going to tie into that and just move on to commendations. Um, and this is going to be a little bit of me having my cake and eating it too, or talking out of both sides of my mouth. Because my commendation actually goes out to Impact Wrestling and Ring of Honor. Um. They both announced this week that they were suspending all shows uh, for the time being indefinitely, right? Um, And they did that by saying, you know, we're not going to be doing any live wrestling, but we are going to have um, wrestlers checking in on Facebook and Twitter and doing live Q&As and stuff like that. Um, And their announcement, like Impact's announcement was – was I think it was a Twitter live video, but um, but it went around to a bunch of different wrestlers in their houses, Tessa Blanchard, and I think Sammy Callahan was involved and in all of that. Um, and, you know, had them all talk about, you know, how they made the decision to socially distance themselves. And, and uh, as a company, they decided that it was the best thing to suspend all matches, but they'll be back better than ever and all of that afterwards. Um, and kind of the same thing. Uh, and so, yes, this does sound a little bit like double speak because I just got done talking about how I think AEW and, and WWE have 
uh, done a great job with their empty arena shows and how they do understand that people need um, entertainment. Um, but I, but I do commend any company that comes to the conclusion of we value our employees enough to, uh, to send them home uh, instead of, instead of endangering things. So, um, but they're still providing still, entertainment, you know, they're still providing entertainment. And that's why, you know, impact and ring of honor both have uh, an advantage that AEW doesn't have. And that's a back catalog. AEW has less than a year of back catalog that they could ever rely on. But impact has uh, almost 20 years. I think they started in like 2003 or 2004. Yeah. Um, and so, so 17 yeah. years that they could go back and say, hey, instead of showing, you know, the impact live this week, we will do, uh, you know, show you impacts slam anniversary from whatever, whatever. I can't even remember what all their pay-per-view names were, but uh, <laughs> Bound for Glory was one. <laughs> yes, or Lethal Lockdown. Uh, when did they name it Lethal Lockdown? Because uh, that was their uh, take on a Hell in a Cell sort of a show. Oh, okay. Um, so they were they were the entire aces and eights mm-hmm. setup. But yeah, they they were locked into to uh, cages, sort of a thing. Uh, but but yeah, no, it looks here like it was formed, uh, founded in two thousand two. Wow. Even a little earlier than I thought it was. Yeah. Um, 18, 18 years of back catalog that they can go. And Ring of Honor is pretty close to that, too. And so they, they've all got plus both Impact Wrestling and Ring of Honor have a, another advantage over AEW in that uh, in that back catalog. They also have a lot of people that went on to be big names in WWE that they can rely on, yeah. you know. Or a lot of guys that didn't, you know, the, really the only way to see a good Austin Aries match is probably mm-hmm, that's true. DNA. But, you know, and, and we all love Austin well, Aries. Unless you've actually wrestled in the same ring with him, because uh, most of the people I've heard who've wrestled with him, I'd say he's a dick. Anyways, but, God. but so, but they've got, you know, a whole lot of, uh, uh, former stars in Impact that they could show matches with, and and really have you know uh, a lot of brand recognition. I mean, Bobby Lashley probably had his best run in professional wrestling in Impact Wrestling, right? Impact. Um, yep. AJ Styles made his name really in Impact Wrestling. Yep. Uh, yeah, Same Samoa Joe, Joe, Bobby Roode. Um, you know, Booker T spent a lot of time in Impact before coming back to WWE. Brian Kendrick, uh, you know, you have Christian Cage. You even have Christopher Daniels in Impact Wrestling, um, you know, who now is on AEW Wrestling. Uh, people wrestling under different names, like Consequences Creed, who uh, now wrestles in WWE as Xavier Woods. Um, oh, I didn't realize that. Yeah, and uh, Desmond Wolf uh, it, it wrestled in 
Impact Wrestling for a while, and then he retired, um, and now is color commentator for NXT, Nigel Pierce. True. Um, you know, EC3, his biggest run <laughs> his only was run. Impact. <laughs> was Impact? Yeah. Oh, man. Only is he still signed to WWE? Yeah, technically. I think he's technically yeah. injured right now, which is why they have him off air, but... Huh. Rolling back to NXT where somebody will use him for help. Exactly. Holy cow. Um, and so, I mean, I even mentioned, I think I think it was last week, I mentioned a match from 2005, I want to say it, that uh, featured Roderick Strong in Impact Wrestling, and now he is part of the Undisputed Era in NXT. Right. Um, Mickey James used to wrestle in Impact Wrestling. Mick Foley had a run in Impact Wrestling. Kevin mm-hmm. Nash. I don't remember that. That was not that was short lived <laughs> though. No, that wasn't for a long time. Oh yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Rhino Rob Van Dam wrestled for Impact and then went away and now is back in Impact. Ah, uh, Ron Killings. Before he was known as R-Truth. Right, true. He, he, could have, he could have a 24-7 mm-hmm. match in Impact. So, no. No, no probably not. No. But that's the deal. It's like Impact and Ring of Honor yeah, both have these long histories that they can tap into. And they could show old wrestling matches or old events, you know, whether it was one of their old pay-per-views or even just you know, uh, pick what a, one of the highest rated impact wrestling shows of all time. You know what I mean? Uh, and, and replay it. I mean, they've got that and ring of honor has the same sort of thing. They could replay some things, but, uh, AEW doesn't have that. And so they kind of have to go, th- go through the motions, I think. But, um, but yeah, I mean, the impact could just start playing, Destination X match or pay per views, you know? Yeah, the Ultimate, Ultimate X. X one. They do just one with the Ultimate um, X. Yeah, that's they had Victory Roads and and Turning Point was a reoccurring one. Slammiversary I, I was their big one. I remember that. Every year. Bound for Glory was their biggest. That was the that's that's when you could that was a long series mm-hmm. setup though, but that's all right. That's it. That, that's that's the big one there. Um, I just I just think that they, that they deserve to be commended for making a different choice because uh, there's no right choice in this right. really, but but they they t- step back and. I think any business that makes the choice of thinking about their employees over their pocketbook um, deserves to be commended right now. I mean, this is going to be a tough time for all businesses. Um, But as someone who works with public right now, I can tell you that it is not fun. um, And there's constant worry in, in your day to day as you're doing your job. Am I, am I, exposing my family to to more risk Mm -hmm. you know i i can't afford to quit my job right uh so i have to keep going until my boss tells me not to but 
Um, am I endangering my health? Am I endangering other people's health by going right. in? You know, um, a, a large percentage of yeah. people can carry this virus without showing any symptoms. So you might feel fine uh, and go to work and be actually endangering other people. But I don't have much of a choice. Are you guys, so. <laughs> a little side question, though. Uh, is, has there been any announcement of you guys having some kind of benefit program for those affected by the COVID-19 if you're laid off? Uh, there, there is. There's a, there's, they've extended unemployment benefits here in the States. So if you do get laid off... Um, you have unemployment benefits. They also opened up to businesses to what's called furloughing you, which is you're effectively laid off, but you've got the promise of a job once everything clears up in the end. So you can collect unemployment benefits. And then once uh, things start reopening again, you get hired back on at your uh, same rate of pay and all of that stuff. So, okay. That's not too shabby. There are then. options. And, and then they did open up a bunch of um, grants and funding from the, the government to uh, businesses to help them through this. If they have to pay employees, even if they're not coming in stuff like that. Right. So well, I imagine the $2 trillion that you guys signed has to have some of that, uh, you know, yeah. it's, it's a lot of states though, man. I understand the amount because, uh, yeah, there, there's about the, about half a trillion of it is put into a fund, uh, to be distributed to businesses. Um, however, and I don't want to get political on this show cause you see a lot of it. However, the way the uh, bill was written is really ambiguous as to what businesses get uh, a part of that money. Right. And um, there is worry from some sides that uh, that money is going to go to some of the bigger businesses that don't really need the extra money and just be put into, into pockets or savings and not actually applied to keeping jobs around. So snap. Um, there's very little oversight in that side of it. So, uh, that's 12. Yeah, it's a lot of money. It is a whole lot of money. Um, uh, without getting too political, though, uh, one of the, the this will get a little political. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. But one of the provisions in uh, the bill was that uh, none of the money in that half a trillion dollars uh, that's set aside, none of that money could go to anyone, a business connected to anyone serving in uh, the American federal government, including the president and, and his family. Right. Uh, and when he signed it into law, he did what's called a signing statement, um, which is just a legal thing uh, that started many years ago by other presidents. Um, and it effectively is, I'm signing this into a law, but I'm putting a provision in here that people don't have to obey this part of the law. Oh, Jesus. Um, and it's always very controversial when someone does a signing statement and all presidents have done it, but it is very suspicious when your president who owns a lot of businesses, uh, specifically signs on the signing statement that, um, Hey, uh, we're not going to enforce this part that says 
that money can't go to any business owned by a federal employee. Uh, um, that's just suspicious. Sure. So um, I can almost hear D.A. Fabe's teeth grinding as I talk about that. So. <laughs> huh? What? Mm-hmm. Oh. I thought we were talking about wrestling, folks. Well, you know, our president is in the WWE. This Hall is of true. <laughs> it, that's very true. So, moving forward, commendation to my producers until they decided to make it political. Um, to my producers for having a much better understanding of Anchor.fm than I do and a much better usage of Twitter. Um, Justin for stepping up on uh, being our YouTube producer, which is awesome. I'm still not a producer. I'm just a color commentator who who uh, isn't as good as... Well, we're all in isolation, but anytime Um, you want to learn, just give me a quick FaceTime and uh, let's learn because knowledge is power. I wish I was in isolation Um, as an essential personnel. Unfortunately, I am not. Not, not, not. But (laughs) no, I mean, I here's the deal is we're all doing a lot of work, uh, both with business and with this. Um, I'm I'm continuing to approach this as an escape from a lot of the other stuff. Um, However, I do like to point out to anyone listening that this does take a lot of work. Oh, yeah. Uh, on all of our parts, we are putting out six total episodes a week that the WBU that you're listening to right now, the FBI that comes out usually on Wednesday, as well as snap judgments for raw for AEW for NXT and for SmackDown every week. Um, and that takes, that takes time and effort and it takes equipment. It takes these fun little things like microphones in front of me. Um, and computers and phones and editing software and time and time and time <laughs> to do. So um, that's why it's important for you to uh, do things like like this on your social media, share it with your friends and, and family on social media, say, hey, I just listened to the latest episode of Raw and Order. Go here to listen to it. Um, subscribe to it. Uh, go to our YouTube channel. I was slacking for a bit, but like uh, DA Fabe said, Justin has taken over and is going to work on getting those episodes uploaded. Um, but it takes time. Um, and uh, we're working on doing everything we can. Another thing you can do is go to anchor.fm and click that support button and send a dollar my way. You know, it goes to help us uh, make this show better. It goes to advertise it so more people listen to us. And eventually we'll go to us creating merchandise and and products that you can do and and, uh, having giveaways and and doing other fun stuff. Um, I've I've really thought about they they have a a wrestling box subscription where every month you get a a box full of wrestling goodies. And uh, I'd love to do a review show of that and then give away a lot of the stuff that comes in those, but that costs money. And, and so, you know, um, I know we're all. I'd love to break into um, the, <laughs> oh, uh, uh, mm-hmm. Zach Ryder's house, Zach Ryder's house, steal a toy. And yeah, I, I'll, I'll, 
Uh, I'll I'll do the whole giving away toys without the used by Zack Ryder and breaking into his house because he he um, is a very, very big, strong man. And he seems like a super nice guy, but super nice guys can still hurt you. And (laughs) I think if we told him it was for a good cause, i.e. you being able to go full time, um, (laughs) I think he would. Yes, he probably would. Right. And and he might just let his fiance beat us up for a while. And who's his know, fiance? Uh, Chelsea Green, uh, who wrestles on NXT, used to wrestle in Impact Wrestling as Laurel Van Ness. Um, she's a very talented wrestler, also a mm-hmm. very good looking lady. Um, so, also in the latter match for the mm-hmm. number one contender to. Either Charlotte or oh, true, um, yep, Rhea's title, whomever wins it. So, so yeah, no, I, I, I would say um, uh, support from the major wrestling figure podcast at this point is probably not going to happen. So instead, um, how about we aim for uh, Wrestle Crate, where um, I can uh, justify getting a Wrestle Crate every month and giving away the contents of that. But once again, that takes money. Um, and like I said, advertising, getting more people to listen to this, uh, throwing up some su- sponsored tweets or, or Instagram posts all take money. So, so I don't want to ever sound like we're begging uh, for people. You, you know, you've got your money. You've got your bills. We don't want to take food off your table. But if you really appreciate uh, the WBU and what we put out, yeah, think about it. Um, send us uh, some money, or at the very least, support us on on different places. Uh, send out the tweets, uh, getting other people to listen to us. Doesn't cost you a dime to share one of our episodes on Twitter. Um, you know, and just get it out there so more people know about us. Um, but that went yeah, into that a, a very very long crazy ramble. Uh, Jesus. Ramble up support. Yeah. So, <laughs> anyway, special thanks to my producers. That's a commendation. Um, but yeah, so, because it. I just spent like 30 minutes talking about how you should support us, I, I'll skip the normal like, share, and subscribe <laughs> and go straight to the follow us on Twitter. Uh, you can follow me at Raw and Order WBU. You can always follow DA Fabe at. DA and our RCMP Justin yeah, so it's at JLB420 is my personal. Please feel free to message me about what's happening on Raw and SmackDown and so on, uh, as well as the WBU one. But of course, if you want to talk about anything and everything else, you can also follow me at Real Talk Radio 8 and anchor.fm slash Real Talk Radio is the brand. So go check me out if. Uh, if you want to hear something else besides uh, wrestling for a bit, because you'll be at home, so why not? Yep, yeah. Um, so, yeah, on that note. God, it's so good to have a member of the Quebecian <laughs> Mounties with us. Quebecers. Is it, Quebec- is it Quebecers? Is that a Quebecian? Quebecers. It's Quebec- even a wrestling tag Quebecers. team. What the hell, bro? Oh, my gosh. It's it's. <laughs> I know that the Mountie was part of. 
You're a Mountie <laughs> with the Quebecers. That's fantastic. Um, I love it. But on that so note, good. we will probably uh, close close the cases uh, for the night. We will be back uh, with the Raw review next. A visit from the FBI then on Wednesday. And uh, reviews for AEW, NXT, and SmackDown following up later in the week. Um, but on behalf of DA Fabe and yep. JLB, thanks for listening. We will see you soon.